Welcome to Triggered with Don Jr. We're back with episode five. I want to thank you guys for all of the incredible support that you guys have given us. Uh, so far, it's been really awesome, really well received. And I think that's because you guys actually want to hear the real news. You actually want to hear what's going on without the spin, without the nonsense, and for someone perhaps who's been on the other side. I'm realizing now I got to stop using my hands. I feel like Ricky Bobby. Uh, <laughs> My, it was funny. Uh, the big man, my big man, not, you know, Hunter Biden's 10% big man was like, I watched the episode. It was really good. But you have to use like 5% of the amount of hand that you're using. 5%. So that's, that's a pretty significant uh, decrease. But I'm so used to speaking with my hands. And since I'm doing this live and impromptu and not just reading a teleprompter, it's not so easy. So I'm going to do my best. Uh, the big guy, my big guy knows Joe Biden doesn't know shit. Uh, but my big guy probably knows what he's talking about, so I'm going to try to implement that and use a little bit less hands. Uh, but thank you guys for all the support. I want to also thank our sponsors for all the support. Remember, guys, it's not easy to support programming like this. You have so many people that want to try to cancel us. They're going to make me a controversial person, not the lunatics on the left, you know, pushing for like, you know, abortion up to the age of six and stuff like that. Those are the same people. I'm the lunatic. But it's not easy to do that. So I want to thank GoldCo. Uh, go check them out at DonJuniorGold.com. Obviously, guys, gold uh, as an investment, as a hedge against inflation, as part of your IRA, there's so many potential benefits. Go check out D-O-N-J-R-Gold.com. Go check them out. And again, so much of the theme of this show is supporting the people who share your values, supporting those who have the guts to stand up and speak out. And just supporting a show like this uh, means that. Rumble did that by giving me a platform, by not canceling Trump. Make sure you give your hard-earned dollars to those who share your beliefs. Uh, so go check out DonJuniorGold.com, see what they can do, see how gold can be a hedge against inflation, how it can be a hedge against the insanity of our economy. Learn before you invest, but check them out. And again, support those who support us. I also want to thank uh, the, my friends at Patriot Mobile, uh, America's only Christian conservative wireless company. Uh, they're now sponsoring the show. So go to uh, Patriot Mobile forward slash Don Jr. Check them out. Uh, or go to 878-PATRIOT. Uh, use code DONJUNIOR, D-O-N-J-R, for free activation. But they, too, have decided to step up and support the show. Uh, they give back 10% of their revenues to conservative causes. So rather than funding those who hate your guts, those who would put you in the gulags, go check them out. But this is the State of the Union show, folks. And Americans now, four out of ten say they are worse off now than when Biden took office. I'm actually shocked it's that little. The others clearly haven't been paying attention to what's going on. But four out of 10 is really unprecedented, folks. That's a disaster. And there's so much going on that we have to be concerned about. We're going to talk about the insanity because tomorrow you're going to get the DNC talking points. You're going to get Joe Biden giving you obscure statistics that they're somehow going to analyze and tell that they're wonderful and that everything is great. And you're not to believe your lying eyes. You're not to believe uh, what they told us even a few weeks ago, where we're at the closest we've been to nuclear war uh, over, obviously, with Russia and Ukraine. Minor details. You know, Russia, a country that has 6,000 nukes. We're now in a proxy war with them. You're going to hear 
a lot of insanity. So I'm going to tell you what's really going on. There is some good. It's just not coming from the Democrats. It's not coming from the Biden administration. It's not coming from the mainstream media or big tech, which is why it's so important to be having these conversations here. But in a big deal, uh, Kevin McCarthy, he was my first actual like live guest on episode two of Triggered, uh, doing some real things. I know a lot of you guys weren't necessarily a fan uh, of that and the process, but I think the process was eye-opening to a lot of people. But he announced he's going to be releasing the January 6th videos. That's a big deal. I, I, and I, by the way, he said this publicly today, but literally in the back room when we were talking, it was either before or after the interview, we started talking so much I didn't even get to it. Uh, but he said this even then. They were trying to keep the videos from him. They had to find the stuff, but he is going to release the January 6th videos. So we can see exactly what went on in the halls of Congress. Because remember, there are people, nonviolent offenders, that are still in jail two years later. Now, if you looted, if you burned down buildings, if you stole Gucci kicks uh, in the name of social justice, if you did any of those things during the 2020 summer of love, or at least that's what we were told, uh, the mostly peaceful protests while buildings were burning in the background, virtually nothing happened to you, right? 10x the number of people were killed throughout, probably a lot more than that, frankly, but uh, you know, throughout that summer of love, billions of dollars in damage, and yet there seemed to be almost no consequences going there. So for Kevin McCarthy to come out now, and say that we're going to release the videos so that everyone can finally see what actually happened. You know, Biden's administration of transparency. Well, not so that not so transparent, folks. Right. That's just what they say. And then the media carries that talking point and they pretend that because they say it enough times that it's actually true. But it ain't true. It's never been true and it won't be. So uh That'll be interesting, and I look forward to seeing it. And I'm glad that Kevin's holding up on some of these promises that he's been making and actually following through, because the American people want to see that. They want to see that from Republicans. I know there were a lot of people that were skeptical of what was going to go on, so that's awesome. But uh, in other news, Satan brought to you by Pfizer. Did any of you guys watch the Grammy Awards? Now, I did not. I've never watched this garbage. Uh, you can understand how they finally are going full demonic possession because these people don't worship God the way that you or I may. They worship themselves, right? That's what the Grammys is. That's what all these award shows are. They can go tell the world how great they are for doing absolutely nothing. But you're not going to believe this thing. Just watch this clip and tell me that it isn't a perfect representation of what's going on in America right now, right? You can go full Satan, okay? Like, not even pretending. And uh, then it's brought to you by the great people of Pfizer, who many feel are also basically full Satan. Check it out for yourselves. I mean, they even have like the flames going on. I, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. At least they're finally being honest about 
who they are at this point. Now, it's a great deflection from what we saw last week from Pfizer, where one of their executives was essentially admitting that, yes, we are doing gain-of-function research and what could possibly go wrong. And, you know, maybe that started the deadliest pandemic of our lifetimes. But, like, you know, who cares? We'll send you a nice little shiny object over here. It'll be the Grammys. But I think we'll hit that a little bit more. Remember, folks, the extremists, according to Hollywood, according to all of these people, uh, according to the people at the Grammys, according to the media, according to big tech, are nice nuclear families who go to church. Not the people that are seemingly doing devil worship in front of people on national TV. So remember, when they brand you an extremist, remember the people and the character of the people seemingly who are doing that branding. Maybe, maybe we don't want to pay attention to these people. Well, guys, in big news this week, Hunter Biden is apparently trying a new tactic. He's trying to pressure people in daddy's administration to go after uh, the people who put out his laptop that he left with people and that he signed papers. Remember, Hunter here, folks, is the victim. So in a letter to Delaware Attorney General Kathy Jennings, a longtime Biden family friend, Hunter's lawyers, I guess, are asking Jennings to probe Laptop repairman John Paul Mac Isaac. It was Mac Isaac that took ownership of the laptop after he showed, never showed up and paid for it. Now, what's really interesting in all of this is it feels to me like Joe Biden's attorney and Hunter's attorney, I guess, by de facto, are now admitting what we've all known to be true, that the laptop is real. Of course it was real. We knew that when they didn't really deny it at the time. But remember, guys, Hunter Biden is the victim, not like the one in six people in America who, if they had heard about it because it was smothered by mainstream media, it was smothered by big tech, it was bolstered as Russian disinformation by people in the intelligence community. Remember, folks, it's Hunter who's the victim here, right? The guy with prostitutes and crack pipes. The guy that took essentially money laundering deals because the wife of the mayor of Moscow couldn't get money into American banks because it was tied to human trafficking and sex trafficking rings in Eastern Europe. Remember, it's Hunter who's the victim here, folks. I mean, it's a ballsy strategy. Stupid, but ballsy. I mean, I have to respect it a little bit, but like, they're basically admitting what it was true. And while it's absurd, hopefully, hopefully they won't get away with it. Check out this clip uh, here from CBS in 2021, where they're talking about just this. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... Is, this is I really a, don't know okay. the answer is. That's you don't know, yes or no, if the laptop was yours. I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So it could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was, the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. Really? <laughs> it, it could be. You know, what I want to know, folks, and what I want to ask, why is no one in the media asking, like, what did Hunter not film? 
I mean, if you're gonna film yourself like doing crack with prostitutes and then take the pictures with Joe and all the guys that were giving Hunter deals for jobs he had no business doing, no actual real world experience, what do you think was off limits? What do you think maybe Hunter was like, you know what? I'm not gonna put that one on video. That's a little too much because that would be really interesting. But watch here. Here's CNN, Brian Stelter, doing what CNN does best. Basically, Russian disinformation. The day. So Fox is a producer of this serialized drama, but there are big questions about who might have created this show. And that's what's probably most important here. CNN reported on Friday that U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Huh. Really? Now, you knew it wasn't because you knew he was a degenerate. If you looked and followed the money, if they had 1% of the scrutiny that they gave myself and my family, you'd probably hear about these things. But again, Hunter's the victim, even though he had the full strength of the intelligence community, along with 51 people signing onto a letter, the full weight and force and effect of the mainstream media, the full force and effect of big tech, multi-trillion dollar industries coming to the defense of little Hunter. But now he wants to go to his daddy's DOJ, his daddy's administration for help. I mean, imagine it was me. And again, I've now done about 50 hours of testimony for treason. So we understand that is a crime punishable by death. Okay, I didn't go to daddy for help. I fought because I knew I didn't do anything wrong. Didn't matter what the media said. I pushed back. My lawyer said, hey, you, you can't do that. You, you'd be crazy. They're going to use it all against you. But I knew I didn't actually do it. Hunter now, in his bold but stupid strategy of admitting that it's true but still wanting sympathy, is pretty insane. Now, where is the media talking about, again, the statistics where one out of six Biden voters would not have voted for him? That's like... 15 to 17% of the American populace. That would be actual election interference. And since we hear so much about these sorts of things, maybe, maybe we'd like to hear about it. But like so many things, like we'll talk about later on with the China balloon and the craziness there, when are we gonna ask, is the Biden family compromised, right? You have all the transactions. You have the seeming inaction against the balloon. You, you have, you know, the lack of, you know, going after all of these things. How many times and how many examples do we need to start wondering, like, are they changing U.S. policy, whether it's in Ukraine or with Russia or with China, because those enemy states have something on the Biden family? And the fact that no one's even asking that question. Remember, we still hear about it with Trump. We still hear about it five years later and like four years after Mueller was proven to be total garbage. The Russia, Russia hoax is alive and well. Clowns like Adam Schiff, luckily no longer on the Intelligence Committee, uh, still talk about it as though it's the gospel. But no one's even willing to bother to ask the question. Maybe it's time, folks, but hey, that's just me. So... If we're going to talk about the State of the Union, I think one of the things we have to talk about is what's going on in women's sports. This week, Riley Gaines, a champion University of Kentucky swimmer, a female, spoke at an event. And honestly, guys, you can't watch this 
without like a tear coming to your eye. If you're a parent, uh, if you have daughters that are athletes, if you have sons that are athletes, and you understand the work and the effort that goes into becoming a world-class athlete as a young student, you can't help but feel for this woman who seems to be getting trashed and gone after by the trans mafia who expects her to compete with biological males who happen to come from my alma mater, the University of Pennsylvania. This was the case of Leah Thomas, uh, formerly not Leah, but now what can you do? Check out this video and we have to talk about this at length because I wonder where are, where are all the feminists? Where are the mothers? Where are the people that should be speaking up against this insanity? Check it out for yourself. Um, the Ivy League and the NCAA, their response was, here's some counseling resources you should seek if you, if you feel comfortable seeing male genitalia in your locker room. And then they were referred to the LGBTQ Education Center to educate themselves on the oppression that these athletes are dealing with. So no one within the NCAA is willing to acknowledge us our feelings, our safety, our privacy. Um, I've really tried. I feel like it's really only happened like the past couple weeks where I like get emotional talking about like the locker room scene because it is just so wild that you can turn around and see a 6'4 biological man pull his pants down watching you undress and no one is willing to stick up for you. How insane is this, folks? What world are we living in? I mean, think about this. I mean, how do we expect women to do this? Like, where are the people who fought for Title IX? Like, you're basically gutting it. If a man can take over any of these positions and do that, a six foot four guy with a penis can be expected to be changing in a women's locker room in front of them. And we're supposed to pretend that nothing's wrong with this. We're supposed to go, that's okay, because like the 0.0001% of the population seems to have like 100% of the PR microphone in this world. Where are the feminists? Where are they standing up against this insanity? Where are they fighting the patriarchy? Because this to me feels like the patriarchy uh, is men, biological men, taking over women's sports. It's the biological patriarchy, and yet, we're supposed to sit there and say that it's okay. Don't let them frame this battle, folks. These are the extremists. They're catering to an extreme minority of a population that seems to have 100%, and if you stand up for them, they try to cancel you. They'll try to end you. What would you do if this was your daughter? And if you're too afraid to stand up at this point, then we're lost. I mean, that's why guys like me like, so I've been able to create a platform because it's like, wait a minute, guys, like, please, let's have a conversation about this. How is it that people are afraid? How is it that they've been put in a corner about this thing? I mean, think about this. Key quotes from this. I'm just reading from my notes. Not only were we being forced to compete against biological men, change in a locker room with biological men who, keep in mind, were fully intact with male genitalia. It was at this point I realized that we as female athletes were being sidelined to men and reduced to a photo op, which of course makes a mockery of everything I've dedicated my life to. This is a woman athlete. She dedicated her life to this as a father of a female athlete. I understand how much time goes into this. You guys all get it. How are we just letting these people hang out there to dry? It's insane. She goes on. 
I feel like it's really only happening in the past couple weeks where I'm getting emotional talking about the locker room scene because it's just so wild that you can turn around and see a six foot four biological man pull his pants down watching you undress and no one is willing to stick up for you. Well, I am. And guys, you better be. Because if we don't become unafraid, it's over, folks. Okay? Gaines added that the Ivy League swimmers also expressed concerns to her, meaning other people that she was competing with, not even on her team, but on Leah Thomas's team, the biological male. They said it, but they were worried about getting canceled by, like, the trans mafia or whatever it was, to paraphrase. But that's what's going on. Again, where are the feminists? So it's not just there. That's not like a one-off example. It's happening every day. U.S. surfing icon, Bethany Hamilton. Okay, that's the woman, remember famously, she was attacked by a shark and lost one of her arms? Continued to compete, continued to do these things. A super and incredible brave woman says she wouldn't compete in the World Surf League anymore because of their, quote, allowing trans-identified biological males to compete against women. She lost an arm to a shark. She's not asking for any help. She's not asking for special assistance. She's just saying, let me compete against people. She's coming at it from a distinct advantage. I mean, I can't imagine getting out there. I'm not much of a surfer myself. I can't imagine it being easy, losing an arm. All she's asking to do is to compete against other women. And I'm sure there's plenty around her that have buckled that have folded and didn't do it. But she came out this week because it's happening even in women's surfing. Who is pushing for this stuff? Who gains from it? What does it do to better these sports? And the answer is nothing. You don't think that people are going to game these systems? You don't think that people are going to be out there taking advantage of this? You don't think that there's going to be biological men who are average athletes? I've seen how competitive it is to get in these schools. I know what parents are willing to do. You've seen some of the Hollywood celebrities, whether it's Lori Loughlin or what. They were willing to go to jail, essentially. Or they committed crimes to try to get their kids into school. You don't think a biological man who's a journeyman athlete's going to be like, eh, you know what, this week I'm a woman. I'll, I'll check the boxes. I'll get into this. I'll take your scholarship. I'll take your daughter's scholarship. And if you say something about it, you're the one that's canceled. Hey, guys, enough is enough. We have to put an end to this. And there's more we have to put an end to. There's a video going around online this week about an insane beating of a, I believe it's a nine-year-old girl on a bus. It's a trip, it's about a school bus from Florida where it seems like a teenage boy literally just pummels, just pummels this young girl, totally outclassed, just something that shouldn't happen. But Watch the clip for yourself, but then we're going to talk about the media reaction to it. I don't know what to say. I mean... Honestly, guys, the best thing you can do, get your kids the hell out of public schools if you can, because this is going on in our systems. But more importantly, not only should this not be happening, look at how the media covered it. Look at this picture. Is that what you saw happening in that video? Is that what you saw happening? So this is iHeartRadio. 
This is the way they covered it. Florida student arrested after video shows him beating up a nine-year-old girl. What do you think changed in that picture? Now, for those of you who are listening, you can see that the man in the picture, the older boy in the picture, is a white boy. Now, you know from the video that that was not the case. Now, if the races were reversed and it was a white kid beating up a minority student that he probably outweighed by double, that he probably had a few years on, that happened in a public school bus, do you think, do you think we'd hear about it? Do you think it would lead an outrage cycle? This stuff shouldn't be happening in the United States of America, but that major media outlets would take out the racial equation because they know, you know they wouldn't the other way around. But again, if it's white, well, you know, we gotta make a really big deal and create a problem with it, but we can't just call it out for what it is because obviously, you know, you can't be racist unless you're white, right? Everything is either, you know, white rage, racism, or climate change. We've, we've discussed this before. But think of how the media operates. This is what they do. White supremacy is always to blame, even when it's not. You saw that last week with the five African-American cops that beat another African-American to death. It was still somehow white supremacy. Again, they couldn't figure out how to make it climate change or both, so they made it that because institutional racism somehow made black guys racist against the black guy and that's the end of story. This is how they operate. We have to call this stuff out, guys. You know, we're not gonna have unity in America, unfortunately, if we keep doing this, if you keep demonizing one side and pretending there's not problems on the other side, it can't happen. But this is what's going on in the United States right now. So on to, on to some interesting stuff, right? We're gonna hear tomorrow, I'm sure, from Joe Biden in the State of the Union about America's strong response for shooting down a Chinese spy balloon after six days. It was a shiny object for all to see that they just watched for six days. And basically, they're gonna go out there tomorrow and probably take credit for the great action that they took. Guess what, guys? They probably weren't gonna take any action. The Biden administration, in my opinion, was bullied into acting by social media because people said, wait a minute. So rather than shooting it out of the air when it was over Alaska or coming, you know, or in obscure parts of the country, they let it travel for approximately a week through all of the country. And then, after being bullied by social media, they shot it down. Let's not kid ourselves, folks. Trump would have shot it down in about three seconds, and he would have sent China a bill for the missile. Instead, we watched Joe Biden show America's weakness on a world stage yet again. We watched a level of ineptitude on a level that we can't even fathom, okay? Actually, Trump would have never even had to send China the bill for the missile or shoot it out of the air because it wouldn't have happened. Though that's not what they'll tell you. But watch here. Here's a clip of Senator Marco Rubio describing how China was sending a clear message to the United States. This was going to be spotted. They knew that we were going to have to react to it. They flew it over military installations and sensitive sites across, right across the middle. I mean, look at the flight path of this thing. It's a diagonal shot right through the middle of the continental United States. And the message embedded in this to the world is we can fly a balloon over airspace of the United States of America and they won't be able to do anything about it to stop us. They calculated this carefully with a message embedded in it 
And I think that's the part we can't forget here. It's not just the balloon. It's the message they're trying to send the world that Amer we can do whatever we want and America can't stop us. Of course, that's the message. America is neutered. Our policy against China is like that of an imbecile. They would do, imagine we did this to China. How long do you think that balloon would last, right? China is actually going out there right now and saying, well, we reserve all rights to go after the US for shooting out their spy balloon, right? We wait six days, it gathers whatever information it could possibly gather, and then we shoot it out of there. Oh yeah, that's wonderful policy, right? China is now reserving the rights to retaliate. I mean, think about that. Think of the balls. Think of how enabled China is under this incompetence. And again, you have to wonder, are they compromised? Obviously, China invested a billion dollars in Hunter Biden's funds. We've discussed this before. They don't invest with crackheads. I bet you can't find another crackhead that they've invested any money in, let alone billions of dollars. They don't invest with people with no real institutional investing experience. They do their due diligence. So when are people gonna ask, is this administration compromised? And the fact that our mainstream media doesn't even think about that, right? They were rushing for deflection. They were trying to figure out, well, it may have happened under Trump. Now that seems to have a lot of pushback, right? They did that showing just how insane everything is, but they went out there. And they tried to say, well, you know, it, it kind of maybe happened under Trump. Well, guess what? Mark Esper, the former defense secretary said, never happened under us. Certainly not that we're made aware of, okay? John Bolton, also not a Trump fan. He says, hey, it didn't happen. I wasn't here about anything like this after the fact. Two directors of national intelligence, Rick Renault and John Ratcliffe said it didn't happen. KT McFarland said it didn't happen. National Security Advisor O'Brien said it didn't happen. So if it happened, that means that people in the Pentagon knew about it and they didn't tell the administration. That means that if it did happen, people were keeping information away from the President of the United States and his team. If that happened, folks, that's actual treason. That's not like them using the soundbite to try to hit Don Jr. for fake Russia collusion. Like, that seems actual treasonous. You've read the, uh, you know, uh, Rep. Waltz talk about, well, maybe they were worried about Trump's aggressive response. Yeah, of course they were. But guess what? It probably wouldn't have happened under Trump, just like Russia didn't invade one of their neighbors under Trump because they feared Trump. But they look at bumbling idiot Joe Biden and they say, of course we should attack America. Of course we should put the boundaries out. Of course we should test everything that we can because they know nothing's gonna happen, folks. They know America is neutered on a world stage. They're then trying to deflect and tell you it happened under Trump and they're lying to you. That's all they have, it's their deflection. And by the way, folks, while you're distracted by the spy balloon, because I imagine they could do a lot of these things with satellites anyway, but while you're distracted from the spy balloon, the Biden administration released a 9-11 co-conspirator from Gitmo. A guy that was involved in 9-11 was released from Guantanamo Bay because the shiny object over here that they'll distract you with, they will do things like that because of course America's gonna be put last. Of course they won't think about the American public. Of course they're gonna do that. And by the way, while you're also distracted with the balloon, guess what else disappeared from the news? Pfizer and the J.M. O'Keefe 
Project Veritas video where they literally have a Pfizer executive again talking about doing gain-of-function research. You know, they say, hey, we don't do it that often, what could go wrong, right? Yeah, the Chinese probably didn't do it all that often, but we had Wuhan, and look what that got us. Distracted by the bright, shiny object here. So they were using that, and they simultaneously, while they're going through their disastrous attempt, while they're trying to blame it on Trump, while they're trying to do their whataboutism and say Trump also knew about it too, even though everyone in the administration says it, which means that if they were doing it, other people should be in serious trouble. Now they won't talk about that. But they released a Gitmo detainee who took part in 9-11. That guy should be dead. Okay, that guy should rot in jail for the rest of his life. That guy should be executed. I mean, they talk more about executing me and my family, okay? Fighting to put America first, then, yeah, we'll release Gitmo detainees. What could go wrong, folks? What's the recidivism rate for Gitmo detainees when they were released back to the Taliban or whoever the hell they were with? What do you think the odds are that guy is going to go back and lead us a peaceful existence rather than getting back in this war and their jihad? What do you think? Uh, that's what's going on. Think of how insane that is. But like Epstein's client list, folks, you know when they say Trump did this and that, you know it's probably not true because you know that if it actually happened and there was information to prove that Trump somehow knew about it or his team, like Epstein's client list, if he was on it, it would have leaked. You know that because it didn't leak, it wasn't on it, folks, right? That would have been name number one, along with 400 lines of redacted Democrat donors. But it didn't leak because he wasn't on it and because he didn't know. And that's how you know it's the truth. And that's what's scary, folks. That's how we have to figure out information this day. So again, now we get to talk about something else we'll hear about tomorrow at the faux State of the Union. Joe Biden, this week, this week, had the guts to say that he had nothing to do with inflation. Nothing to do with it. Uh, he got on TV and said he has nothing to do with it. Go check it out for yourself. Does he take any blame for it? The answer is 100% no. His policies are wonderful for the American people. Watch. Take any blame for inflation, Mr. President? Take any blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Really? Just so we're clear, Joe, and of course, the fact checkers on Facebook are not calling that out, right? The fact checkers on social media are not going after Joe Biden for that obvious lie. Inflation when Joe Biden took over was at 1.4%, all right? Gas, a lot lower. Eggs, a shit ton lower. The basic needs that we deal with on a daily basis, significantly lower. But Joe Biden, remember what the economy was like? Yeah, we're coming out of a, a pandemic and it was still better than Joe Biden build back broke plan. Give me a break, folks. Again, you can't make up this level of insanity. You can't. Uh, here, here's a Fox News inflation clip. It's a couple seconds long uh, and even they, and they've gone a little bit against us now, but even they don't know where the hell this information is coming from because no one's going to call out Joe anyway. That's why we have to do it here. But when they said that they inherited the bad economy, that's something. And then when you talk about inflation, um, I have no clue where they are getting that they um, 
they had high inflation under Trump. I, I don't know where they're getting it, because when you look at the numbers, the average under Trump was 2%. The month Biden got sworn into office, Griff, it was 1.4%. And then by the summer of 22, it had risen above 9%. So I, I'm just not quite sure where they're getting these numbers unless they're just blatantly lying to Americans. Well, those are hard facts that really discount and debunk that claim. Oh, uh, you know, because facts don't matter. Again, just like Hunter Biden, just like Joe Biden in the balloon, and they can blame it on Trump and the media will run with that even though there's nothing there. They won't even talk about Joe Biden disbanding Trump's anti-China espionage program because, you know, it made, it pitted the Chinese against the Americans. Well, guess what, folks? They've been stealing trillions of dollars worth of our IP for decades. They take what we develop, what we put R&D dollars into, where we spend billions researching and developing something. They steal it. They make one change. They make it their own. And they sell it to you for pennies on the dollar while claiming they're doing great development. That's what's going on. They won't talk about those things. So, Joe, like, we don't have dementia, unlike you, apparently. We don't. We remember what the economy was like, even in the midst of the pandemic. We remember what jobs were like. We remember what even big government was trying to do to people. But most importantly, we remember what inflation was like. We knew what it was like to buy eggs and gas and go to the store. Okay, if a guy like me, okay, I get it, folks. I'm the son of a billionaire from Manhattan. Okay, if I'm pissed off when I go to the store because of inflation, that's a problem. Okay. If I notice, I'm not supposed to notice, but I do because it's insane. So unlike dementia riddled Joe Biden, we know. But where's the fact check? Expect lie after lie after lie tomorrow. They're going to find obscure stats that they can say, well, the jobs report said this. Well, you know, the jobs report doesn't talk about people who got out of the workforce and stopped looking. All of these things can massage, just can be massaged and changed to accommodate their truth. And that's the reality of what's going on. Watch it here. Here's a clip from ABC News talking about just that and where four in 10 Americans stand. But I bet you won't hear that tomorrow. We're going to be told how wonderful a job Joe is doing, even if, you know, he can't find the stage most of the time. He can't read the teleprompter. He can't remember who he's talking about. He can't remember where he is. And, you know, he can make up facts like inflation is somehow better than it was under Trump, even though we are to not believe our lying eyes. Question. Are you with me? President Biden sounding very much like a candidate for re-election at the DNC's annual meeting in Philadelphia on Friday. But as we mentioned, our new poll this morning with the Washington Post shows significant warning signs for Democrats. More than half of the country disapproves of Biden's job performance, weighed down by significant discontent over the economy. 40% say they are worse off financially than they were two years ago. The most negative response to that question in nearly 40 years of our polling. And as Biden prepares... So yet another 40-year low, just like we have 40-year high, more than that in inflation and other things. And yet we're going to be sold a bill of goods that the media, that big tech is going to be pushing. Watch your Google searches. Maybe you got to get your information elsewhere, but they're going to be out there massaging a disaster. You can't put enough lipstick on this pig to make it good. And yet they're going to do just that. But Biden did actually tell the truth about something this week. He actually said, did you ever think we'd be in a situation where blue collar workers are voting Republican? Because they are. 
Because people who are hard-working Americans, who are breaking their ass to feed their families and working hard, they're getting crushed under Joe Biden and his agenda. They're sick of watching their children be indoctrinated in American public schools. They're sick of critical race theory being jammed down their throats. They're sick of their kids being taught at three years old that some woke teacher can tell them what their gender is and we're supposed to be silent. Parents are fed up of the trans nonsense in their schools and they're now finally finding a voice to push back. But you know who else is fed up? Parents who would express their concerns at their PTA meetings being labeled domestic terrorists by Joe Biden's DOJ and the FBI. That's the stuff they're focusing on. Not the threat of China and espionage, but parents who wanna push back. So yeah, it's not a surprise that blue collar workers are voting Republican. Republicans are fighting for them. They're fighting to make sure their kids have jobs. They're fighting to stop the fentanyl scourge at our wide open borders. They're fighting to make sure that Americans have a military that isn't treating uh, the woke agenda as though it's real, right? You wonder why China feels emboldened, folks? You have those pictures of our generals in like the dog bondage masks. Like those are the people proudly serving our military. And we're supposed to say that this is wonderful. Of course, China's emboldened. You got General Milley up there on a the stage? Well, I really want to learn more about white rage, a phrase that none of us had ever heard of before he said it. Of course they're emboldened. You don't think that they're accelerating their timeline to invade Taiwan? You don't think that all of our enemies are laughing their asses off? You don't think that our allies are scared shitless right now? Of course they are. But at least Joe Biden's admitting, finally, that his administration and the Democrat agenda, because we got to remember, folks, no one really believes that Joe Biden is with it enough to actually come up with this stuff on his own. No one believes like a 90 year old Irish Catholic dude is pushing for this stuff. But whoever is, is more than happy to stick this crap in front of Joe Biden to sign because he's not capable of pushback, right? Just like, you know, the hypocrisy and the irony, it never ends. And with that, the hypocrisy really doesn't end because Bernie Sanders this week wanted to charge $95 for tickets through Ticketmaster, I guess it is, or one of those companies, about his book where it's okay to be angry about capitalism. Think about that, folks. $100 almost ticket to sell people a book on Ticketmaster, a platform widely criticized for not being consumer friendly and being expletive, about market dominance and exploiting those situations. I think Taylor Swift was involved in one of these things recently and all their fans let down. I, I believe that's the case, but if, I, if it was someone else, let me know. But I think it was. But basically, Bernie Sanders is taking advantage of a capitalist platform to charge a lot of money to hear Bernie Sanders fund an expensive book tour so he can buy another home on top of his three homes. Folks. That's like the most capitalist thing ever, and yet Bernie's really anti-capitalist, folks. Isn't it interesting, when it actually comes to making money, they don't even pretend. The professional socialist class just gets out there, and they do it, and they rally against the system that they're taking advantage of in lockstep. So before we bring Kimberly, I think we're gonna bring Kimberly on to talk a little bit about the news of the day, but before we get there, we got one last one because we gotta end on a funny note. It's a little depressing. Joe Biden's America is a total shit show. The State of the Union is a disaster. 
It's not what you'll hear tomorrow, but remember what we've been talking about all day today so that we can actually address these things for real. So guys, make sure you're doing uh, your part. Make sure other people are seeing this. Send it to them so that they can combat the talking points, because I get it, it's not easy. People are working hard, they wanna make a living. They're not following the news. The news is so biased, the big tech is changing that even more. Social media is a disaster as it relates to that. Make sure they actually see some real pushback. So please share this. Don't forget to support our sponsors as well. Uh, you know, Gold Co, go to donjuniorgold.com, D-O-N-J-R-G-O-L-D.com. Check out your options. If you're worried about the economy, if you want to diversify your portfolio, if you want to hedge against inflation, if you just want to learn more about this investment and how you can have it as part of an IRA, go check that out. Also support Patriot Mobile, one of our other sponsors I'd like to thank uh, for coming on here. Go check them out. Uh, use code name uh, Don Jr. D-O-N-J-R for free activation. Thank you guys for supporting it. And again, take the time to support the businesses that share your values. But before I bring Kimberly on, we got to end on a funny note. This week, Kevin McCarthy followed through on another one of his promises. Elon Omar, a radical anti-American bigot who many claim married uh, her brother uh, in violation of U.S. norms and immigration code, but that doesn't matter. She became a congresswoman nonetheless. And we are told that America is an incredibly oppressive regime, even though someone from a foreign country who can marry her brother and get in here and then flout the legal system because of who she is and because she represents the Democrats. Uh, she was thrown off a very uh, powerful committee, an international committee, and AOC reacted to this. And Rashida Tlaib reacted to this. And I want you guys to watch this clip because this is a person that sat on an international committee where our allies in the Middle East, like Israel, someone who could have incredible anti-Israel vitriol, one of our biggest allies in the region, was still supposed to sit on these committees. Watch the clips for yourself and you can see the theater because I thought it was just too funny to ignore. Stitches committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic a, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Expired. My life was threatened. Thank you. You are showing who you all are, really. The time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the gentlewoman's so time has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer recognized. Well, remember, guys, you can say anti-American vitriol. You can go against all our allies, but Rashida Tlaib is gonna come to your rescue and she's gonna be so impassioned that she's gonna have to read from her notes because she's so impassioned you wouldn't wanna miss something. I mean, they're making a mockery of it. Don't forget, these are the people that cheered the removal of Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're playing by the Democrats' rules finally. That's what we have to do across the board. So watching the faux outrage that you wouldn't have uh, a person that hates some of the allies that they'd have to be representing. Someone who's literally, I call one of the members of the Hamas caucus in Congress, and AOC and Rashida Tlaib are both there with Ilan Omar. 
where they can say anti-Semitic vitriol on the floors of Congress. We're supposed to give them a pass because they're impassioned Democrats. They can say all sorts of things about our allies, and then we're gonna send them into a room with our allies and expect to get something done. Not anymore, folks. We have to do it differently. And as long as the Democrats are playing by those rules, we have to play by the same rules. But I thought you guys would appreciate that because uh, the amount of cope in those videos is truly impressive, and I thought it was amazing. Kimberly, what do you think? Um, I agree. I mean, they sit there and say, well, this is happening to us because they're women of color. No, it's happening to you because you're not qualified. You lack the uh, honor, the integrity, the morality. Quit marrying your brother. Um, to be on one of these committees, just small side note there, as a woman of color, as a Puerto Rican woman, I wouldn't expect to be on any committee unless I was able to fully execute my abilities and do the job well. Yes. How come they gave you no credit for being a woman of color once you started dating me? Because I'm with you. It's basically right. So, again, guys, rules for thee, but not for me. If you're a Democrat, like the, the hypocrisy is there. That doesn't count. So. What, what about the balloon, babe? Do you think it would have been the same? <laughs> With the balloon? Yeah. If, if they flew the balloon and Trump was there, do you think... Uh, you think it'd be a problem? Do you think if they handled it the way they I did? I think the problem wouldn't exist because if President Trump was in office, the balloon wouldn't have dared flown over the United States and had the audacity. Let's float a couple uh, balloons over the United States because Joe Biden, maybe he'll wake up one morning, he'll forget again that he's president, he won't know, but he'll actually be reminded by someone of all the influence peddling and uh, deals that he's done and his son and the improper influence. Well, I'm, I, for one, am a little upset that I never got credit for being engaged to a Hispanic woman. They, they never gave me credit. They said, that's nonsense. I, you know, I, I don't get, I was hoping that I get like the, the racial hall pass right. because of that, but I, I got no such pass. But it, everyone else seems to get that pass. Why, why is it now obviously joking and someone's gonna run with that and have to, but like, but there is an element of truth to it, right? Like they can have whatever they need to get that pass and yet, if it's me, it's different, right? It's, it's, it's different for whatever reason. I don't know why. Standard, yeah, but they don't care because it doesn't fit their narrative. So they don't care if they shape shift, if they change it and they lie, they make stuff up to say something because they want to demonize you, demonize the family, do whatever they can, uh, make these you know racist uh, attacks with zero basis of credibility whatsoever. But it just shows you know. That this guy says you're Hispanic? Question mark. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, mean, I could stand up and give you the offer of proof, but you know. I mean, you're. <laughs> Half Irish, half Puerto Rican. I'm just saying. Mom, mom's from Puerto Rico. Yes, mother was. I always say, don't even bring up the Irish part because no I, one cares anymore. I mean, no, like, hey, if we're gonna play by the rules, babe, they be, created the rules. You, you should be get... nice to the Irish. Listen, amazing people that helped on this country too. What's our face? The senator from uh, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. She's like zero percent Native American, oh, yeah, and she got that? to go full. You know, she got tenure at Harvard because of these things. Liz Warren. Yeah, but she's Folk stealing from other people. Of by course she is. But if you're a Democrat, you can do that, and there's no outrage. Person. Yeah. It's, so it's you don't get the same benefit. I'm more Native American Indian than she is. A you, lot. Trump. I actually dead. put out a bet. I, this was funny at the time. Um, I'm sure the people at Fox News love this, but I said, I'll bet 10 grand <laughs> that my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, was Lucky significantly you. more Native American than Liz Warren. And crickets. Right. Because they were silent because they knew it was bullshit, but it didn't matter. Like, and they don't talk about that maybe she took that tenure. Maybe she should. She took her like four hundred thousand dollar job to teach one class once and a week at Harvard, it away from someone else and took died. it away from someone who maybe actually deserved yeah. it. Uh, they don't talk about that. That that's you know, the, the, if I did something like that, it's cultural oppression. I was hurting someone. I, I 
For Liz Warren, it doesn't matter. Guess what? She'll still have those jobs. She'll still get credit for it. They'll pretend as though it's real, just like they can still pretend that Russia, Russia is real. Because we live in a bullshit world where no one's calling out the well, facts. Well, they don't want you to actually focus on the facts and what's actually happening. And that's why this is such a great juxtaposition for what's going to go on tomorrow night. And God willing, he can, you know, make it to the stage. But he's going to give a whole false narrative about what's happening in the country. But Americans are so much smarter than this. And when you look at this, halfway through his presidency, a record number of Americans, four out of ten, say they're unhappy that they are doing worse off financially than ever before. That is a record low for the 37 years in which this poll from ABC News and Washington Post has been conducted. That's facts, folks, about how bad Biden is plummeting this country into ruin on the economy, on the border, just complete open borders, recklessness. And, you know, what's really bad is he's supposed to be accountable to you for your tax dollars and responsible to this country. But instead, he's made a mockery of it with the balloon. China doesn't fear us at all. We've lost respect in of terms of foreign they affairs, They're literally, they're floating security. balloons over our country, and we wait six days to shoot them down. Like, you know, so they gather all the information, and then they, again, I said this earlier, but they then have the balls to come to us and say, well, we reserve our rights that you did something to our balloons. Like, are you out of your mind? Like, yeah. we are neutered on a world stage. I mean, this is what happens when you have the attack on toxic masculinity, right? You're not allowed to have testosterone. You're not allowed to be male. You're not allowed to be aggressive. You gotta be a soy boy uh, in today's society. And China's watching and they realize it. Russia's watching and they realize it. They're going to do things and accelerate whatever their plans were Why should already. they have respect for us? Why then? should they have respect for us? I mean, you have, you know, our generals, you know, they're pushing CRT. They want to learn about white rage. They don't want to learn about winning wars. Like, God forbid we actually like, try to win a war. I mean, they're in the military, right? Like, we don't do war. We got to do social justice. We got to somehow, you know, guess what? Whether it's flying planes, whether it's like, I want the best pilot. I don't care what race they are. I don't care what right. color they are. They could be green. How about like, having I want the best qualifications? Guy. Isn't but that what anyone should want? That's woman, not what they man, want. And you saw it. You saw, you know, hey, the guys, the elite pilots, the elite operators in our military, the guys that didn't want to get the vax, that didn't want to take those things, there's like an attack on them. Because guess what? They'll replace those people in two seconds with a trans person that can't make the qualifications, but we'll make an exception. Like we will for anyone who can't make the qualification, but that checks a bunch of woke bullshit checkboxes. And so they'll make an exception. They'll lose people that they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars training to be the best of the best. Right. The guys that could actually do the job because they don't care. Because it doesn't seem like they're well, interested in bad, winning a war. It's bad for morale, though. Would of you course, want to sign up for something like, like that? That you're going to be treated improperly. You're not going to be judged on the you know basis of your merit, your ability to actually yeah. serve in a serious position, like flying. Well, honestly, pilot. what what patriotic American right now watching what's going on? would actually, like, go do this, knowing they're going to be... Penalized. Penalized for being a patriotic American. Yep. If you're a conservative joining the military, you know, if you want to be an admiral, just go be trans. Like, you'll, you'll probably be at one in two weeks. Okay? And that's, but that's the reality of the situation. You know, and, and I've called out some of these things. Mm -hmm. And, like, other guys in the military, 100%. I get guys that are, you know, either serving or recently done. You have no idea. Uh, you know, I, I was attacked a couple months ago. Uh, I put out something that said, hey, guys, I know guys in the teams, like the SEAL teams, who basically were like, we'd spend more time doing diversity training than we do shooting. 
And like, I woke up the next morning, there was an outrage cycle, the press, no, Junior doesn't actually, like, Rob O'Neill, like the seal who killed Bin Laden came, he's like, hey, he's 100% right. I've seen it, I've had this conversation with Don, and he's right, and it's a real problem. And yet, even the media, like, it wasn't even, they were just like, there's no way that's actually, even they didn't believe it's happening. They probably love that it's happening, but even they were like, there's no way that's happening. And it is. Day in and day out. That's what we're focused on. We're not focused on winning wars. We're not focused on defending America. We're focused on some sort of form of social justice that has no place in this thing. Like, we just want the best people to defend our country. And again, I don't care where they come from. I, I, you know, I want good people, but they want everyone that can check a box so they can do that. And I asked a question of someone. Who the heck was it? I can't remember, but I asked, why are the generals going woke? Because you think... You know, these guys would be there, and the, re the answer was Eric. this. I forget. i got to remember who it was. But the answer was interesting, because they said, in the past, the generals got on these boards, whether it was Raytheon or Boeing or one of because we right. were in perpetual wars. We were in the Neving or Indian Wars. And one of the few things, I think, other than the insanity of the left in Ukraine, which I don't really fully understand right now, but the American public doesn't want to be in a never-ending war themselves. No. And so they said... The general's exit strategy used to be big war, because you, you get on this, you sell missiles now, you get rewarded with a board seat, you make millions of dollars, you use your friends to keep selling more missiles, you That's then the deploy path. the missiles, yeah. and everyone in you know, the military-industrial complex gets rich. He goes, because there's not much of an appetite for the war, other than what we're doing with Ukraine, and I'm sure there's a lot of people getting rich on that one, you get on boards of corporate America now. So the way the woke generals do it aren't, aren't by being great war fighters, it's by being the guy that pushed for an insane you know, inclusion policy uh, that you know, promotes the trans person there, and then you can be on the board of Disney or whatever company well, it's become indoctrination That's their of our exit military. strategy that's now. So now. that's how they've taken over these institutions, and that's why there's been that change. The war fighters don't feel that way, just like the FBI, as woke and as crazy as they've gone with their leadership, and they seem to have gone totally insane, the door kickers are still totally with us. They don't know what the hell is going on. But the only way you get ahead is by adapting that insanity. Yeah, well, that's the problem. So you get rewarded for that. And it's just a shame, you know, having fathers served in the military and so many amazing veterans and friends of ours that are out there um, have served faithfully. And imagine when you think about it, what's happening now. And so the main focus and objective when they go in now to serve is these generals and people are saying, okay, what can we do to indoctrinate? What can we do to make sure to completely change the whole fabric and layout of the military, um, do this whole thing like CRT? But like, you couldn't even imagine or make this up. If you were to think about, this is the state of affairs right now. And let's, while I'm at it, give all of our tanks over to Ukraine that we don't even have enough for our own people over here. Well, the Russians are buying the tanks and the missiles and everything we left to the Taliban because we left them 80, like six billion is what I've read up to. Dollar, we just left it to the Taliban because, you know, the Taliban, they're great people, right? We were at war with them for 20 years. They're, they torture people. They threw homosexuals off buildings. They put reporters in cages, doused them with gas, and light them on fire. But they're wonderful people. I'm sure they'll make great use of the weapons of and war that we were too lazy to bring home. With now the they're Chinese selling them to Russia. So Chinese. they can use our weapons against us while we continue to give Ukraine more weapons. I mean, it's... It's mind-boggling. Oh, it is mind-boggling. But I think people have had enough. I mean, I'm curious to see what uh, President Biden has to say tomorrow because he's really going to have to make some Well, I know. Up. It's going to be 100% bullshit, but we're going to have to talk about it because no one else will. But that's the point. Like, there shouldn't have to be a reason for a guy like me to do this show. I, I was a business guy. We got into politics. I like the fight. I'm in it. I believe in this stuff. 
Like, it would have been a lot easier to be a real estate developer from New York and shut the hell up. Rumble because but, this is where free speech well, Yeah, because if I, if I actually built up a YouTube following, canceled. I'd be canceled for saying what but I'm saying right now, which is common sense. Every day when you wake well, up They're asking, actually, will this be a regular show? Yeah, it looks like I'm going to do this a uh, couple days a week, probably Monday and Thursday, about 6 p.m., so you guys follow it. Otherwise, uh, check it out. Make sure, even if you don't catch it live, and follow, uh, follow it. Otherwise, follow Kimberly. She's going to be on Rumble as well because, you know, they'll, they'll throw her off any other platform. Uh, <laughs> Rumble was really instrumental in helping out Truth, so make sure you spread that word. Again, guys, we got to just support those who are supporting us. That's why, again, check out the guys at Patriot Mobile. Uh, use code D-O-N-J-R for free activation. Again, you have to have a phone. So you can give your money to AT&T or one of these companies who owns DirecTV who wants to cancel Newsmax and conservative television just like they did to OAN. Or like, I don't know, or you can support a company that gives back to the causes that you believe in. It's very simple. Go to you know, donjuniorgold.com. Support Gold Co. That way, if you're looking to diversify your portfolio, again, as a hedge against inflation, if you're worried that the world's going to crap, Mm-hmm. You know, just turn on the news every day. You got to wonder. I mean, historically, that would be a good hedge against that. I don't well, want to be you're not a financial up, advisor. Like, this is. Everyone knows Trump's love gold. Let's just be honest. So this is. <laughs> I'm not wearing nearly you. enough gold. Okay. So go to <laughs> donjrgold.com. Uh, check them out. And again, support those guys. It, it, it's not easy to support conservative causes. You've seen the cancellation. But finally, like, look what happened to Disney stock. Look what happened to Netflix stock. Like, Finally, our side is waking up. Don't just let them go silent. These people would put you in the gulags. Support those who are willing to fight for you guys. Uh, Also, for our subscribers uh, on the Locals platform, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to do some live Q&A over there. So stick around. I guess we'll take a minute or two to transition to that. But thank you guys so much. Share this with your friends. Make sure you're following. If you download the Rumble app, you can put your notifications on. So if I go live or there's something big, you know, I may randomly just go on and rant about it for a little while. So if you like the long form and move, I know, (laughs) DJT was like, you're moving your hands a lot. I was like, so how much less? He goes, literally, do 5% of what you're like, 5%. Like, you mean I'm doing 20 times more than I should be doing? And he goes, yes. Yes. I had to have a meeting with his dad about Junior's windshield wipers. You know what I'm saying? The hands. I'm an impassioned guy, folks. This is how I talk. Uh, but you know what, guys? I'm in passion because I believe in this stuff. Like He said, hold again, on to the desk or like that. It, it, it was a lot easier. But you know, it's easy. If someone's reading a teleprompter like Joe Biden, pause for applause. Turn, turn page. Say the line again. Like, I'm not a fucking robot. Like, I, you know. I'm you are doing so good. I was pretty well behaved. We but apologize. like, that's what's nice. I don't have to behave. Uh, I'm not a robot. I'm doing this stuff. I literally, I'll write down a couple notes and I'll add lib, but I just did an hour. So I'm in passion because I believe this stuff, because I believe we need to fight back. I agree. We need to push back against this shit, because if we don't, we're going to wake up one day and we're not going to even have the ability to push back. If you think that's we an exaggeration. We only have ourselves to blame them correct. if we don't. So guys, get in the game. Be unafraid. Support those who share your values. Make sure your friends see it. We thank you guys a lot. Thanks for tuning in. Episode five. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. We have a couple cool guests coming up. Uh, in, in the next week, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. I think we'll be we'll be talking to Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, we'll be talking to Blake, Blake Masters. Masters. Uh, a couple great guys coming up uh, in the coming days. So uh, I think you'll like it. You'll want to stay tuned. And don't worry, I'll be back to do more of the live rants. Follow and turn on notifications. Let me know. Comment me if you like Kimberly. Let me know. If not, I'll just leave her out. It's totally. I'm fine with it. We'll just. I'll fire her like like you wouldn't believe. Okay. Okay, fake news. Yeah, I'll pay for that later, but it's worth it. I got it out on TV. I, you know, I will pay. I'll probably be sleeping on the couch later on, but that's okay. Ah.
That, these are the prices I'm willing to pay yeah. to show Not you guys a, a good time. Have an awesome <laughs> night, guys. Thanks so much. <laughs>